Hey everybody, it's Jill. And this is Mel. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Hey, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to what I would argue is the dumbest holiday of the year. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not the biggest deal. I do like getting flowers, though. It's nice. I don't know. John and I don't celebrate it, like, at all. We don't. I wouldn't say we, like, celebrate it, celebrate. Like, sometimes we'll go out to dinner. Sometimes we'll get each other presents. Like, I got him chocolate. So, that's... I was a really bad wife. I got John literally nothing. To be fair, his birthday was five days ago. Yeah, that's... Yeah. No, I'm with you. So, yeah. No, I got flowers and I was very happy with that. So, I got a heart-shaped thing. That I apparently threw at myself just now. <laughs> um, a little heart-shaped container that I'm desperately trying to put back together. This little thing that had M&Ms in it. Aww. Oh, oh, I forgot. He got me a big packet of Reese's Cups. Aww. So that makes me happy, too. Traditionally, I have gotten John, like, the big, giant... Reese's peanut butter heart but I have been just swamped at my big girl job so I have not had even one iota of time to do anything like that yeah you've been uber busy and I've been uber busy and I it's it's not been the best week you know so I am I am ready for the vibes some, are off. Yeah, the vibes are off. I hope I hope the weekend's better. So. I agree. I agree. The vibes need to to shift into the more positive direction. Definitely. Hopefully this episode is entertaining and, and like <laughs> that would make maybe my this day is better. the shift. Maybe, maybe this is the shift because maybe we're just like reeling from the fact that like we didn't get anything. Well, you didn't get anything oh, right. I got nothing right. It was so bad. I I I forgot to send the voice note. So here it is, everybody. I was so wrong. So, so wrong. Um, I do still believe that there is something um, with the two. But yes, I don't know what it is, but it's it's there. It'll come out eventually. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I don't. There's definitely something going on with twos, because Post Malone f- showed a two. Mm-hmm. She did do three twos between the Grammy and twice at the Tokyo dates. Yeah, there's and now so there's this many- whole new theory about she's gonna say something in June when she's in Ireland because if you flip the tortured poets department logo yeah it spells out this word that in gaelic means reputation yeah. like it's 
Oh, and actually, with like along with that, the date of the concert in Ireland is the day her masters were sold. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, God, it's I love it. I really do. It drives me crazy sometimes because I'm like, there's just so many. I feel like, I feel like, um, what is that movie? A Beautiful Mind, where they're just yeah. like in the garage and there's strings everywhere. And I just mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'm like, it's, it can't be all like this connected. Like some of this has to be coincidence, but then I'm like, but it can't be because it's too much. It's too much of a coincidence. It's not like, it's just crazy. It's like that meme of the guy with the, all the paper on the wall and the red string. Yes. And he's got like the crazy, it, it's that. Yes. It's- I feel like that all the time between Sarah J. Mass, Rebecca Yaros, and Taylor Swift. Oh my God. I feel crazy sometimes. I do too. I do too. So I was definitely wrong there. I think it's coming soon still. I just have no idea when. I, um, I like as much as I think the the dual album thing is cool. I did see a guy and I 100% agree with him who was like she she can't have two albums be number 1 and she's not going to cannibalize herself her opportunity to have you know accolades and having more albums go number 1. So she, why would she release two albums at the same time? That's that's fair. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll announce it soon, but it'll still come later. Yeah, like how it worked with Speak Now in yeah. 1989 and all the other re-recordings she's done. Yeah, so I think like obviously we're going to get you know, TS-11. And then I think between now and then she may also announce reputation, but I think there will be enough space in between mm-hmm. that they won't compete with each yeah. other. It'll give it a chance to get to one and then I'll go from there. Midnight's and Speak Now. Yeah, exactly. Speak Now and 1989. Exactly. So... So I think it's very plausible we could get a June announcement and then like an August drop. Yeah, that's possible. So we'll see. We shall we'll see. see. It's crazy. But um, the other thing I was wrong about is, well, I guess I'm technically not wrong yet. I was wrong. The information about- just has not been released about what the fuck is going on. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, it looks like less and less like the rumors about pictures and being like sexually inappropriate. It's more about sounds like being a total asshole. But again, all speculation, speculation, all rumor. Um, Mm -hmm. they did have that meeting. It was literally all day from what I read. So and then he showed up at, um. Silverstone at one of the headquarters. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's it's interesting and we'll see what happens. So I'm technic I may technically not be right. Like I wasn't right about the timing. 
But no. I could still be right about him not surviving this. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on what level of asshole he was. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But again, it's rumor. So I have no idea. I'm going to just continue to hold back any judgment until we get any information. I think that's fair. I just, I was expecting them to say something on Friday. I don't, I don't have a clue and I don't really, I I don't know. So I can't make an assumption until we know, but I, Mm -hmm. I was wrong about the timing, which sucks. I mean, as of today, he is still the, uh, team principal for Red Bull Racing. So speaking of Netflix or (laughs) F1, not Netflix. Did you see the new trailer? I have not seen the new trailer. For Drive to Survive, it I dropped. I've been busy. You have. You have. Do you want I barely have existed on the... Apparently, there's a new season of Love is Blind coming out, and I didn't even see that that... I don't even know what the date is for that. Well, I don't know anything about Love is Blind. I don't follow that I one. know. I haven't gotten you into that show yet. I hate dating shows. I Like, I've never been into The Well, they the don't bachelor. date. They just get married. <laughs> Wait, what what show is this? Love is Blind. So they literally oh. spend two weeks talking to each other and they can't see each other. They get engaged and then they have a month to get married. That doesn't sound super interesting to me. Oh, it is. Do you know what I do like? Married at First Sight. Yeah, this is, you know, they have a little bit of time beforehand. Yeah, I get that. But I will say this. The Australian maths is so much better than oh, the yeah. U.S. one. Oh, my God. Oh, they yeah. do it so much better. I don't understand why the U.S. can't follow the same format. I don't know. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. It's not as good. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's the good. maybe it's the culture difference. Maybe it just Americans feels, are just dumb. It feels so extreme on the one on the American side. It's like they're all a little fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are crazies on the Australian one, but it's like one like one or two like real crazy ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not the whole group. That's not the whole collective. Yeah. So can we just talk about something that I didn't like, quote, call, but I was technically kind of a little bit right about. Is this the uh, Akatar series? Yeah. So I was like, I'm pretty sure the Akatar series is dead with Hulu. Mm -hmm. And then it came out like a day later that somebody I don't remember what the publication was was reporting that it was in fact scrapped it was a dead thing and then like two days like not even two days like two hours later Variety published an article about it is in fact not scrapped it is not dead dot 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 yet there it is in quite literal production hell 
They said, oh, write the pilot. We'll green light it. And they're like, oh, no, we need a couple more episodes. There, There's a lot of uh, involvement from the production people, from the producers about the direction of the show, which doesn't make me feel great because it's yeah. very rare to be a good thing mm-hmm. when the production companies are heavily involved. Yeah, no. And I've seen people, if I'm being honest, I I think that Throne of Glass would be a much better series to to watch, in my opinion. Like, I liked Akatar, but I, I don't know. It's I just see it to me. It would translate so much better on a on a series. The Throne of Glass is more cinematic, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's a great description. Um, I think Akatar could absolutely work. I wouldn't necessarily do Akatar as movies because that's it's not enough runtime. Mm-hmm. I think Akatar could work as a TV show, but part of me is like, I kind of want like an HBO showtime to do it. And then, but then another part of me is like, but like, what about like CW? No. Okay. Like, hear me out. They did a good job on some other things. Such as Vampire Diaries. Didn't watch it. Yeah. CW, like, for if you were going to target Akatar to the teenage girls of the universe, which it works well in that category, if you cut a lot of the spice out, which, to be fair, there isn't a ton of spice in at least the first, like, four books. You could, I guess... I don't think I don't think that's the right demographic for it. I really don't. Yeah. I have a kid that age that would watch shit on that channel and she mm-hmm. has zero awareness of that book or the series. It's an it's a mom thing. Which mm-hmm. I know it's not like exclusively to moms, but like I'm saying she considers that a like mom thing. It's not cool. Now, our demographic, I think 20s to, like, I don't know, up. 20s up, I think, would be the great, that would be the target audience. And I think that that Mm -hmm. would be much better suited on Showtime or Max. And, uh, yeah, it just. Yeah. Some people were talking about an animated version or an like that that does not I, sound appealing to me i could get on board if they cut down the spice because i don't want to watch like hentai <laughs> i could see an animated akatar working i i mean i don't know I, I don't know why i can't picture i really can't i'm I, but i guess i'm not really into the adult animation stuff so much so maybe that's part of it yeah it'd be like less studio ghibli more ghost in the shell. I have no idea what you just said. I, what? <laughs> what are those? Are they books? 
There, so Studio Ghibli is a very famous anime production team. Okay. You have, they did Howl's Moving Castle, what? Ponyo, Kiki's Delivery Service. Nope. Your youngest would love these. They're on Disney Plus. Just show her any of them. Oh, My okay. Name Totoro. I have not watched oh my a God. single one of these, but the titles just popped into my head. And I know the animation style you're talking about. I don't yeah. like it. So, I don't think that's the right style okay. for Akatar. That's no, too I, I was soft. Say, no way. And so Ghost in the Shell is actually an anime movie from the 80s. They famously remade it as a live action with Scarlett Johansson as the main character. And there was a lot of controversy around that because she was a white woman and people are like, oh, they're like whitewashing it. But she was playing a robot. So. Gotcha. It's confusing. Um, and it has a much grittier style to it. Okay. I would go more that direction. I, but I don't see that it either. Does lend itself to like, like when we're talking about these beast forms and things like that, it does lend itself to the way that they tell stories through anime and that style of animation. Like this is never going to be Disney animated style. No, I mean I get that. I just I don't know. I just can't picture it in my head, and maybe that's the problem. I just can't. It's not clicking for me. I, I, if I'm honest, I wouldn't watch it. Like it would have I, to be phenomenal for me to want to watch it if it was animated. If it was animated, I would absolutely one hundred percent come in with the expectation that like they're going to be incredibly true to the source material. Oh, it better be. Because there's just no reason not to at yeah, that point. It better be. Which, that brings me to an interesting point, which we didn't actually plan to talk about. But Mark and I had this huge conversation the other day about how I feel like Hollywood has gotten so fucking boring I think you and I even talked about this. Like, it doesn't feel like <sighs> all the studios want, care about is making money. And they think that, like, they can just fucking rinse and repeat with the same blockbuster titles. And and he brought up a good point about things like um, James Bond and how, like, you can recreate those stories. And I'm like, yes. But James Bond has a great fucking story and it has source material and has like the ability to be reimagined and it's an expectation that has been set for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but Fast and the Furious does not meet that fucking criteria. <laughs> Neither does Toy Story. I know we talked about it the last episode, but like I'll, I agree. It was a gr it could have been a phenomenal trilogy, but I do like the other films, mm -hmm. but I get what you're saying. And that would have been a much like the agreed trilogy would have been great. But again, yeah. it's just like so annoying. It's like, like, take a chance on something different. You know, you know, it's so interesting that you bring this up because I actually watched a TikTok and I absolutely it, and they said the thing I was feeling, but wasn't able to Im immediately articulate when I saw the Wicked trailer. Uh -huh. 
I've never had the opportunity to see the the actual stage production. I would love to get to see it, but I've seen like pictures from the stage production and it's very vivid. Mm -hmm. And when you watch the trailer, everything seems so flat. And this person on TikTok, I don't know their handle. I didn't save the video, but credit to whomever it was talked and like did a side by side comparison, even looking at other Wizard of Oz inspired movies, talking about the lack of saturation and the lack of contrast in modern, like big picture, like big blockbuster movies. And it's so true. We're Mm -hmm. losing the art of this, of cinematography, essentially, because there's so much focus on being able to light a scene in a way that you can more easily, seamlessly blend in computer-generated graphics. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so interesting to me that it has become this, like, intentional art style but it's not engaging like if you look at the matrix versus anything more recently produced it's the contrast and the visual appeal is so much better i mean we're losing the thing that has made cinema interesting for the you know hundred years it's in it's existed and I really would love to dive into that, like from a personal retrospective, I'm overly analytical kind of thing. Yeah. I I mean, I realized that the studios have always been there to make money. Like, I'm not naive in that, but it just feels like Hollywood nowadays does not give a shit. It's like they'll buy it because we stuck the same name on it. And that's the annoying part. It's like at least the past ones had different fucking stories. You know what I mean? It's like I'm seeing the same shit. And sometimes you even have the same goddamn movies from different studios with different titles. And it's like, but I I just watched this. Mm -hmm. Like it's so ridiculous. And I I guess I'm just tired of it. it to the point where like I've stopped going to the movies like, mm-hmm. I will go for something like Barbie, mm-hmm. but I'm not – I'll wait for everything else to go to fucking streaming. I'm good. Yeah, there's some stuff. Like, I'll probably see Dune. Maybe. Yeah, it's an adaptation of an existing story, but at least it's visually appealing. Like, you, yeah. can't, you can say what you want about Dune 1. That shit was gore. Just you know, I think I did. I, I think we did kind of talk about. I I reversed my opinion on this. I really did because mm-hmm. I the first time I watched, it, I was like, "This is fucking boring." I was so annoyed because I felt like nothing happened. I was waiting for this big thing to happen. I didn't know what because I didn't know anything about the story really. I didn't watch the original, so mm-hmm. I had no idea. But and I just felt like something big was supposed to happen and I felt like it never did. <laughs> so I was like Cuz it doesn't happen in the first part. Right. So I was like really annoyed. But then I don't know, it was like a month or two ago, I couldn't sleep and I put it on. And I was like this is a kind of a quiet movie. It's like visually appealing. Like I'll fall asleep. No. Nope. I got so sucked in. Mm-hmm. I stayed up and watched the whole damn thing. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I would probably go see that. Yeah. For nothing else than it is so visually gorgeous. Yeah. Um, But, and you and I have talked about this before, but there's kind of a, a multitude of things right now. There's the death of the original story. They're not taking a lot of risks. It's yeah. the death of the rom-com, honestly. Did, mm-hmm. Like, they've forgotten that they can make a shit ton of money on a rom-com. And well, we all know how I feel about rom-coms. So I know, I'm but like regardless, sad. rom-coms make a lot of money. True. Very true. Um, whether you personally like them or not, it's not all about you, Jill. I know. But there's just also saying. this death of this movie star and this like well-known director There used to be movie stars that people would go see their movies regardless of what the hell the movie was about. Think Mm -hmm. about like a John Wayne. You went to a John Wayne movie just because John Wayne was in it. Okay. We don't have name a modern version of a John Wayne. We don't have one. I can give you my version of the opposite of someone that I will actively avoid seeing movies they are in. Is it Amber Heard? No. Tom Cruise. See? Like, this was another thing we talked about. I feel like it's the same movie in different Mm -hmm. franchises. And it's like, it's the same shit, man. And which is the sad part because like his old stuff, I actually liked. Like, Risky Business is great. Love it. Mm -hmm. But I don't, Vanilla Sky. I don't know if I've ever watched that one. Eyes Wide Shut. Jerry Maguire. But different like, movies. But like, how long has it been? Like, it feels like he's been doing Mission Impossible over and over and over again for the last twenty years, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care anymore. I it's annoying. So no, I mean, it's tough because like Spielberg and doesn't really he does a ton of producing still but he doesn't actually sit in the director's chair as often as he used to mm-hmm. but like if Spielberg make it made it I'd probably go if Spielberg was directing I'd probably go yeah Lucas really only makes Star Wars movies and he doesn't even do that anymore so like uh. but like who is like yeah Scorsese Scorsese hasn't put anything out in a while. Because he's because they're all old. Like not so? to be and I, no, because they're like, I'm done now. Like I'm not but I think that's Yeah, Scorsese what, finally won his Oscar and he's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, he's like, I'm cool. Like they have great well known names. I'm sure they're doing very well personally. Yeah, but like where's the modern day version of that? Where is the Conan brothers? Where where's these modern day people? I don't I don't have these Mark these names. Mark brought up James Cameron. And I, I no. don't agree. I told him I was like James Cameron everything he does just feels like a fucking vanity project to me. And he <sighs> hasn't made an original movie since Aliens? I don't like uh, Avatar. You mean you don't like Fern Gully, but with real people? It's not even a good version of it, though. Like, that's the shitty part. It's like, just remake Fern Gully. That'd be awesome. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's the mashup between Fern Gully and Titanic. I I also <sighs> hot take do not like the I, Avatar movies. I I'm yeah. Do I think that they are marvels from a like technological standpoint? Yeah. yeah. But I as interested, if not more interested, in what John Favreau and the team on The Mandalorian is doing with the volume as what James Cameron is doing with mocap. 1,000%. 1,000%. I just... Because the volume makes movie making more accessible, where mm-hmm. with what James Cameron is doing makes it less accessible and more expensive. Yeah. And you know what else studios are doing as well, which I find like incredibly like just such bullshit. It's like they're making movies and then if they decide it won't do well enough, they fucking shove it and then they Mm -hmm. get to write it off and it never sees the light of day. And it's like, why are you wasting money then? If you're so worried about your bottom line, like why did you invest in the movie? You should release it and try to recoup some cost if you shelve it, you shouldn't be able to write it off. That's bullshit. I mean, that's a bigger question for the IRS. And for- fair. I just like I. it was kind of in the same vein in some of these things. And I'm just like, that is such crap. It's like mm-hmm. I want to see original stuff, like take a chance, pick an interesting oh, yeah. story. Like, why are you wasting money on something you don't believe in? And also, don't be afraid to have something be a standalone. Like, I don't need Barbie, too. Thank you. Oh, my God. I said that about um, um, Knives Out. It was such a good okay, but standalone glass, story. Uh, Knives Out is one of the few ones where I could see it becoming kind of the comedic foil to a James Bond. Oh, he's... No, no, no. He is a... American Southern gentleman version of Her- Hercule Poirot. That's who that is. I, I'm I'm saying from a cinematic perspective, the way that like you can put potentially different actors in the role, where there's like these you think adventures. So? Yeah, I think because he works a different case, so that you only need one person to be consistent through the series. And then you get to tell all of these interesting stories because I enjoyed Glass Onion personally. Oh, no. I liked Glass Onion, but I'm saying they didn't. We didn't need Glass Onion. They didn't need it. Like that would have been a great standalone movie. They could have left it there, in my opinion, and it would have been great on its own. That would have been something Mm -hmm. or that is something that I watch like on like repeatedly i've seen it several times so it's a great movie yeah but i don't know yeah i don't need any more sequels i don't need a remake i don't need the modern retelling of something i don't need any more biopics there are some nostalgia (sighs) projects though that i have actually quite enjoyed and i feel like if they can do it well i i will watch it so, I don't know. No. I don't need any more biopics. No, not biopics. Like, remakes. I don't need a remake. I'm talking about things like like the Harry Potter series. I, I, I To be fair, I'm cool. I don't need it. I would rather them do... The Marauders. The Marauders. Yes. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. 
if you're going to do a remake of Harry Potter or some of these other things, it needs to be a series because they there's too much left out of the movies and you're not going to get the same following. I think it's way too early to do a big like remake that way. But I think if you could bring it into a series and include so much more detail, it may work. But I agree with you so much. I would a thousand percent rather see the Marauders. Yeah. Like I was on board with Fantastic Beasts until it became the Grindelwald show. Like if it could have just been about Newt Scamander and how he writes his book and his life and times and his independent of the mean, the rest of everyone, because they broke canon. They made shit not make sense. And it's fucking annoying. I, I hear you. I did enjoy the story. But I would also one of the other things I would like to see, and I don't know how popular this is, would be the um, like the Makusa. I would love to see that version of it because she didn't really invest in that side of this of this. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Magical Congress of the United States. So it would be the American side of the coin. I would love to yeah. see that. I think that that would be a great like alternate route to take the. the world i don't know what word i'm looking for yeah how to expand on the existing ip thank you yes yeah like there's there's things that you can do that exists within the world that would make sense like i don't need you know the han solo story yeah in, in star wars but i'm really enjoying mandalorian i enjoyed book of boba fett i think i haven't gotten the opportunity, I, I think Book of Boba Fett would have been way better if it had been told in a more linear fashion, but what do I know? I hate unlinear storytelling, so maybe that's just me. I did not particularly like the Boba Fett. I really enjoy The Mandalorian. I also think they could have left it as a two-season show. I don't think they necessarily needed to go further. I think there's story left to tell. There, but yes, it's still very good. But they again yeah. could have left it as a duo. But I didn't if I'm really enjoy do Boba Fett. Anything I am 100 percent going to trust Dave Filoni when he's at the helm of a Star Wars story. Yeah, I'll give you that. I will give you that one. I really will. I'd like it was good. I don't really. I'm not complaining about it by any means. I love Mm-mm. it. I love it. Yeah, Boba Fett was meh. It was okay. I enjoyed it, but that's because I feel like it was the canon version of Boba Fett we all deserved. We all deserved to get to see Boba Fett actually kicking some ass. It would have been nice if he kicked a little bit more ass, but, you know. I think I didn't enjoy it as much because I just wasn't really invested in that character. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. I, I think the that's, show was totally fine. fair. I, I liked um, Obi-Wan better oh i liked obi-wan as well i thought that was really good but again i'm very okay with that being a single season see i I would like to see more but i feel like we what else is there to tell about obi-wan's story i don't know it filled the gap we needed it to fill i don't know i'm just saying i would like it (laughs) 
I don't know the story well enough to to say that. I don't know the story well enough to give you that answer. But like, I'm just saying, I really liked it. Yeah, I like seeing you and McGregor. You and dressed up like a Jedi. You and McGregor. Thank you. I I don't. I can't talk correctly right now. That's because he's Irish. It's fine. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, like there's a lot of things about um, modern day cinema and television that I don't understand, and it kind of annoys me. Yeah, yeah. Well, should I'm should we get say, into we what this probably... episode is actually about? Speaking <laughs> of like modern day television, let's watch some cra- trashy reality. <laughs> yes, let's get into it. So we're going to go into episode three of Vanderpump Rules. We left off on a little bit of a cliffhanger of uh, James Kennedy maybe not making the best decisions in life and peeing in the bushes after having a little bit of a confrontation with Tom Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. And I believe this episode is called Queen of the Group. You're not the queen of the group. You're not the queen of the group. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. And we're back. Yeah. It picked up right where I thought it would. Yes. Which is right it after James left and peas on the bushes. Not a great moment I, there. I love Allie's. That's Ariana's bush, too. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's definitely uh, not wrong. Uh, I just can't believe that... Tom really thinks he's got something here talking about how James and Kristen got together when they broke up. And I'm like, this is like, and like, it's a really big deal to him that James used his condoms. Would he have preferred James to not use a condom? He, this is the thing. We're what minutes into the episode, and it's just so obvious from the jump that he hasn't learned a goddamn thing. All he's doing no. is deflecting, and one hundred percent. They, him, Tom, or, oh, Jesus Christ, Sandoval, as well as Rachel, have both said, like, brought this up as a well. They're just as bad as we are. James and Lala slept with each other. And, you know, James slept with Kristen and it's like, okay, first of all, these were years ago and they were both very, very different situations. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are trying to compare apples and oranges just because you cheated. That isn't the common that that's not the common denominator in this scenario. It's really not. It's really not. No, in both instances. In, in the James Kristen thing, I don't know if anybody caught it. He said, that's my ex. Those were my condoms. It's like, so which is it? Are you just upset because he slept with your recent ex-girlfriend in, in your bed? Like, is that right? No. Should she have done it? Obviously not. But it was 10 years ago, man. And you've, you have, like been this guy's friend and good friend and if you had such a problem with that why wasn't it brought up earlier you're only bringing it Mm -hmm. up so you can justify your behavior 
And then in yeah. Raquel's scenario, it's it's the same thing. Like it was once very early on in both of those relationships that they were in. Mm. So I wouldn't even know if I would consider that cheating. It's like I don't know when the conversations of like were exclusive. It seemed like it happened in a very muddy time frame. And on top of that, they weren't friends. It's not the same fucking no. situation. And it happened once. once. It wasn't a seven month long affair. affair. <laughs> like it's like you guys don't seem to get this concept. You just think that because you cheated, no. that it's okay. Because they cheated, it's just it's not. It's not. So anyway. <laughs> it is just gross. I will say, I love that Schwartz kind of like gave him some actual decent advice there. Yeah. But then he follows that up with like, well, I know I'm really close to Sheena and James, but I've known Tom longer. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like Jill and I, we have 10 years of friendship under our belts. Mm -hmm. She is, you're stuck with me. I hope you, I hope you emotionally understand this. You were stuck with me for the rest of your life. Ditto. But there are people, sometimes friendships are toxic. And I don't care if you've been best friends since the day you both came out of the womb. If it is not healthy, if it is not serving you in any way, shape or form, do not maintain that friendship. It is okay to let those people go. And Schwartz should have let... Sandoval go. A thousand percent. If either of you or I did what Sandoval did and we were suffering mm-hmm. the consequences the way Schwartz was suffering the consequences, I would expect you to not be friends with me or take a very, very, very giant step back until I had proved that I could be a better friend. So mm-hmm. I like just because we are friends does not mean we don't hold each other accountable for bad behavior. A hundred percent. We literally have those conversations on. I mean, they're usually like, am I wrong? Like, am I the crazy person yeah. in this scenario types of conversations? But when the other one is, we're honest with each other. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, to be fair, I would not in a million years, in even one iota of condoning, you doing what Sandoval did. No. And I, you wouldn't for me either. No. And I think that's the the part that Schwartz doesn't seem to get. Because he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to throw this friendship away. It's like, that's fine. But, like, that doesn't mean that you have to, like, go back to being besties. It seems like you're co-signing this. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Like, if you cheated on your husband for seven months with someone in your friend group and I found out, I'd be like, okay, you have a timeline to tell your spouse or I will. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just, it's, it's just. They're just deflecting. Yeah, and it's about respecting the people in that person's life. Like, where is Schwartz's respect for Ariana in all of this? Mm -hmm. It's like, 
I don't know. I don't even know. It, it, it irritates me so much thinking about it. Sometimes I, I'm losing my my words because it's just bullshit. Yeah. It's like, grow a spine. Hold your friend accountable. Yeah. And, you know, the girls go and have a great set at emo night. And guess who misses it? Because he was with fucking Sandoval. Yeah. Schwartz. And I'm glad that Sheena said something about it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he did miss it. But she's so wishy-washy because then she immediately she turned around and complained that Sandoval didn't reach out to her, but she, but he reached out to James. It's like, get over yourself. Like, I, I couldn't believe that she said that. It was stupid. That, I feel like, is just for reality TV. I hope so. Like, they needed the soundbite. I hope so. But I... I hope she doesn't actually really give a shit. Yeah, I do think that they are all correct. Sandoval has surrounded himself with yes men. Also, I'm sorry if you hear random noise in the background. My dog has this fascination with relocating where her dog bed is. (laughs) And she's actively doing that right now. But should we jump into the next section of this episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. And it's the day after... Tom's birthday party and which emo night. No one continues to care about. Yeah, nobody continues. Poor Anne is having Fuck to clean him. up after the party. That sucks. That's, I mean, I can't. We can't name two episodes. Poor Anne. No, no, we can't. No, we can't. Um. So then we see a little bit of Ariana and Katie getting like an IV, but it was. Like, so not important. I'm just going to move on. I'm just going to say that's a great way to unintentionally get an air bubble in your blood and then have like a pulmonary embolism and die. I mean, is that a possibility? Yes. I would hope that they are using people who know what the fuck they're doing. So. Are they nurses or doctors? Well, so that's my question. It's like, I don't actually know. They very well could be nurses or CNAs. I don't know if CNAs can do IVs, but they may. I'm just saying I didn't see any rubber gloves come out. It's true. I'll give you that one too. So we don't know. I'll just say we don't know. I'm just going to be over here silently judging while I drink my wine. Feel free. Feel free. So then we see Lisa at pump and she's kind of like sad that everything's closed up and being yeah. you know taken it out. It was kind of sad to see like all the chairs like stacked up yeah, and it was. And then Sandoval shows up with flowers cuz he will do anything to try to soften the blow of his stupidity. Yeah. And then I mean here we are again. Sandoval is just making like <laughs> He's just being so fucking defensive. Just so defensive. I I, I don't get it. And I, I, I see Lisa's genuine concern when he mm-hmm. starts to say what he did about having, like, suicidal thoughts. Which, mm-hmm. if that's real, and I take that seriously, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I, like wouldn't be surprised given the amount of hate that that man has received yeah that's gotta be super tough however he just 
won't take accountability for anything. And she said it. It's like the only way back from this is true contrition. And I have yet to see it. I have yet to see it from either of them. Mm -mm. Like, you don't... I think we've said it several times. Like, say I'm sorry and shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's it. Don't say anything else. You know, say what you want about Lisa and, like, what her role is in this show at this point. But I really believe her when she says that she called him and is like, if you are feeling like you're going to hurt yourself, I want you to call me. I believe I that. really believe her oh, 100%. in that person. I think she cares about all of them. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I I believe that. It's just yeah. I feel I do. I feel for him because that's an awful way to feel. And I agree that Lisa was being genuine. As much as I think Tom Sandoval is a dickwad mm-hmm. and what he did is absolutely atrocious and he deserves for the world to be angry with him mm-hmm. I don't think he should do that No, I don't think he should feel that way I think it is fine for him to know that the world is very angry with him but I would never want that to lead I want that to lead to a place where he has like some self-reflection and realization about the cause and effect of his actions. Yeah. Not to damage his mental health. I agree. That's that's a perfect way to put it. I want to see him grow as a human being. I don't want to see him crumple. Am I like incredibly grossed out and disgusted by his behavior? A thousand percent. He's mm-hmm. he was behaving as a completely shitty human being. But I oh, yeah. do think inexcusable. That, yeah. I do think that someone who is actually sorry has the ability to come back from something like that. But you have oh, yeah. but you have to be willing to eat the shit. Because you You have to be willing to take it. Yeah. You created it. And and Lisa was like, you created this storm for yourself. And you're asking why it's fucking raining. And it's like, my dude. You got to be willing to take accountability for your actions when you've done something bad. Like, I'll do something that is not even bad. Like, my husband has been actively hanging all of our artwork in our house the past couple of days. And I got off work yesterday and I walked into our little breakfast nook and I just stood there as like oh no everything is like 10 inches too high oh yeah and I told him I was like like you're probably going to be mad at me but everything in the dining like in the breakfast nook is 10 inches too high and you have to move it down or it's going to irk the shit out of me I own that I'm the one causing the problem here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making him redo something. I I just I just don't see genuine uh, like sorrow no. there. I just don't. There's I don't see anything genuine other than defensiveness in Tom Sandoval. Agreed. 
Agreed. At, at least as much as insane as I think Raquel is, at least I, I think she's done way more work and is way more sorry than Sandoval is. She's still got a ways to go, in my opinion, but she mm-hmm. is miles ahead of Sandoval in redeeming herself, in my opinion. I don't know if Rachel Raquel will ever redeem herself. If I'm really honest, I in my eyes, I don't know if she ever will because I don't ever see her getting to a point saying I knew that I had inappropriate feelings for my friend's significant other and I pursued them anyway. Yeah. I get where I get what you're saying. I don't think she has the capacity to do that right now. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think she absolutely has done enough work to recognize her own shortcomings and how she got there. But I don't think she's super. She's sorry she got caught. But I don't. She's think, real sorry she got caught. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing with Sandoval. He's sorry he got caught. But I think they're both really sorry that this turned into. A storyline for Ariana to become the patron saint of scorned women. Oh, yeah. Um, And not them being birthed as the next it couple of the show. Mm -hmm. The way that Tom and Ariana became when everything went down with Kristen and him. I just... I think it's kind of funny. He thought that he was going to be able to get away with that twice. I really mm-hmm. like, come on, man. But, I, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I think the possibility for Rachel sometime in the distant future to turn back and be like, if, you know, 20 years from now, they're doing some kind of where are they now article and someone tracks her down because she will fade into nothingness. Like the podcast ain't going like it's I, I, it's not a good one. She's not doing great in that realm, in my opinion. So I think maybe 20 years from now, where are they now? And she's like, yeah, I was super fucked up, but I shouldn't have done that. I could see that. Potentially. I don't think, I don't think Tom But at that point, does it matter? I don't think it will matter in the sense to – like, it won't matter to Ariana. She'll have moved on and had a phenomenal life. But it shows me that at least people can grow and can change and be like, you know what? I acknowledge that I was a shitty human being a long time ago and I could have done better. Because at least, like, if you're going to double down on national television like she has been doing and on podcasts and stuff, like, I think it is fair for her to come back later and be like, I was wrong. Yeah, I... I... Sorry, my cat is really not helping in the recording of a podcast right now. I just kept seeing a little um, tail coming across the screen. Yeah, he's really, he really loves to walk between me and my monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think she and Tom are going to go to their graves defending their actions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and I just don't have any respect for people like that. Okay, I take it back. Tom, Tom, a thousand percent. Well, I think there is. 
I think there is a distinct possibility that she could. I do. I, like, I know you don't agree, but I think so. Tom will definitely go to his grave uh, defending himself. He will justify that until he dies. A thousand percent. Yeah, I just don't have any patience for them. So anyway. Just none. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push on. <laughs> so we see Lala and Ariana shopping a little bit and discussing James's sobriety. Um, mm-hmm. I do appreciate the fact that Lala is supportive of all her cast members who are on their sober journeys because I know she's also discussed it with Sheena and stuff like that. So, but I agree with her. You can't make somebody do it. They got to do the work themselves. So, yeah, absolutely. And I and I agreed with her statement where she said, like, if you are drinking, you can't tell somebody else to be sober. I agree. I agree. I, I, I think that's a really excellent point. I think Lala doesn't get as much credit as she deserves about. I love Lala. I do, too. I think she's grown up so much. But I I love her. I love her personality. I like the fact that she calls it like she sees it. She comes off strong, but you know what? Like, she loves her family. She loves her friends. And she gives a shit about people. And she will defend you to the death. But, you know, she's a little scary. She's a little scary. I like it, though. 0% of the time do I want to be on Lala's bad side. No, 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 no. No, thank you. But, um... So then we shift to Katie and Sheena going to lunch, dinner, what have you. I couldn't quite tell the time of day, but they went to a restaurant called Taisho. And they kind of flash back about how they used to be good friends, which I didn't get that sense from the show. I, I don't know if the episodes you saw, I always saw them fighting. I think they had some very sweet moments, but like they were always kind of at each other's fr- throat. Sheena complained constantly about how Katie and Stassi were mean girls. Like, I, what is she talking about here? I don't remember them being good friends. I don't know. I think they definitely got closer over the years. Mind you, I've seen, like, the required watching, according to Bravo, yeah. to get ready for season 11. And then I have slowly started watching all of the seasons and about halfway through season two right now. Mm-hmm. And... I don't see a lot of friendship between the two of them right now. But again, I'm very early in. But at the same time, like I do kind of agree with what Sheena is saying, that like the beginning of friendship starts with spending one on one time with each other. That's a great statement. I 100 percent agree with that. And, you know, I do think the two of them could be friends, especially with the Toms out of the picture. Oh, yeah. Who knows how long that'll last, but yeah, I think Sheena also is showing a lot of growth and responsibility and taking accountability in this conversation. Agreed. I appreciated the fact that she apologized to Katie for inviting Schwartz, which I'm not entirely sure Katie was necessarily the one that she owed the apology to, but at least she acknowledged that she may have put Katie in an uncomfortable situation. But I was 100%. also I was also super proud of Katie because she seemed totally unbothered by the fact that Schwartz was even there. Like mm-hmm. she it's she's at a like an eye rolling point and it's like 
I left for a fucking reason. And I'm and like I'm zero percent surprised at his behavior, at what he says. And then and she's totally indifferent at this point, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, she's gotten to the point of indifference, which as somebody who has never been married, but has definitely broken up with boyfriends before, like that's the point in which you can start to move forward. When you've reached indifference about the person you used to be with. But you are married. Yeah, but I've never been divorced. Yeah, but you said, <laughs> I was like, wait, you're like, as someone who's never been married. And I was like, but. Oh, uh, I meant never been divorced. Okay. I was like, so confused for a second. I, was I like, literally Did I? got married to the same person twice. <laughs> yes. I'm like extra married. Yeah, you are. No, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, I think that's, I also think it's, like, a healthy place to be in the fact that, like, they are relatively cordial. I think, again, Katie kind of just, like, rolls her eyes at him at this point, you know? Well, he's not her problem anymore. Exactly. I think that's the best part. (laughs) She's like, this is, she's like, I actually don't have to care about this anymore. But, like, again... It's probably because I'm just not deep enough into the show yet to know all of the ridiculously stupid things Schwartz ends up doing to Katie. But, like, he's the one I want to forgive. Like, I want to find a way where he has redeemed himself enough for me to be able to forgive. I totally understand where you're coming from. But this is Mm -hmm. a complaint I have about Schwartz is he is so good at playing the lovable, goofy guy who just doesn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that's irritating because I do I I totally feel you. I want to I want to see Schwartz grow and be a better person. But like after 11 seasons of this show. I don't see that ever happening. Yeah, because he's in his, what, like, late 30s, early 40s at this point? Like, he needs to grow up. Like, he can't just keep doing this. They both, Tom, the Toms both have Peter Pan syndrome. But, like, the different versions of Peter Pan syndrome. Exactly, like, two versions of Peter Pan syndrome. One who is a literal child who... And, you know, he's the guy on stage singing, I'm never going to grow up, mm-hmm. you know, and goofy and playful. And Sandoval is the arrogant, stunted, emotionally stunted, emotionally stunted, arrogant version of Peter Pan, because that is mm-hmm. definitely there. He's the one singing, I got a crow. Yeah. Anyways, should we get into another piece of this episode? Let's do it. All right. Be right back. So we're back and we open with Schwartz and Lisa. They're um, at Vanderpump Dogs. Schwartz is bringing the dogs Mm. to get groomed. And, you know, he goes and talks to her about the situation. They're both clearly concerned about Sandoval. Which I think is totally valid. We talked about it in the last few minutes of the episode. I don't think we need to touch on it again. I I think it's fair that they're concerned. It does make me understand Lisa's motivation of trying to, like, 
quasi get the group back together. She wants Tom to have that support system, but I think he's just gone one step too far for the group at this point. The fact that he refuses to take accountability and just deflects, that's the problem. Like, had he had he changed his tune a while ago, I think he it, it would never be the same. And Ariana would probably still hate his guts, rightfully so, has every mm-hmm. reason not to speak to the man. But I think he could have redeemed himself to an extent with the rest of the group. And, and I think he could have coexisted around Ariana in the group. They, those two would never talk to each other. Yes. But like, he could get invited to shit. Yes, yes, I agree. But he didn't do that. But he- he no, he's too that. much of an arrogant prick. So, but I do, and like he gives a more sincere apology to like a random server we've never seen before than he does to literally anyone else. I know. I like I know that's a little bit later in this segment, but like a thousand percent, that was the most sincere Tom Sandoval that I have seen. Yeah, but that server was also like, yeah, I had to unfollow you because I don't want to participate in the bullshit. Yeah. And he's, I'm like, why can't Tom do this with like everyone in his life? And it's like, because he thinks he's the main character when in actuality, he's like the villain, but not in like a cool, dark romance kind of way. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. He just. Because he paints his fingernails white, like. Ugh. Sorry. It's a weird like, color. I can get on board with black. Do you know what it reminds me of? I can get of? on board with like dads who let their daughters paint their fingernails whatever fucking color they want. But like professionally getting white nails like what kind of visco girl are you? Where's your hydro flask it's in the even, shorts that are under your big t-shirt? It's not like, even ugh. that. It's not even that. Do you know what that reminds me of? The people that like there were weirdos in my high school who would take liquid um white out and yes. paint their nails with it. That's what it reminds me of. Liquid yeah. white out. Liquid white out. Yeah. Doing their nails. They would paint like doodles on their Jansport backpack. Yeah. And the kind that had like the suede bottom on it. Yep. Which PS, those are the best jam sports i don't think i ever owned one i don't own yeah it was purple i do remember exactly what you're talking about though okay we're old we are we are it's true um do you know what i do think was unfair though about this conversation that lisa put like told Schwartz, you should get the gang back together. Like made it his job. It's not Schwartz's job. It's not. And like, I understand her motivation with like wanting to make sure that Tom has people in his life who will be there for him if he's in a really dark place. But it is not Tom Schwartz's job to make amends on Sandoval's behalf and I think that was really unfair of her mm-hmm. I also think it was 100% just for the show oh I was I gonna say she actually feels that way no no I it was very clearly a way to get everyone together this is the cast trip 
You know what I mean? There's usually some yeah. kind of cast trip a season in a reality show. It definitely happens in the Housewife franchises. So it it oh I know it's the happened. hotel I used to work at got shopped for one of the Real Housewives to come. Did it now? It did. Fun. And then the team turned it down, and I was so sad. Oh, that's shitty. Because they wanted everything comped. Oh. Ew. I'm like, the show can afford to pay for yes. some of it. Yes, it can. So then we jump to see you next Tuesday at mm-hmm. Sir. Um, James yes. is, and the whole gang is there. Yeah, the whole gang is there. James is DJing. Um, I think it's really interesting that almost the entire group is sober now. Yeah, and so, or sober curious, which is fair. I mean, okay, is it a silly term? Sure, but the fact that they're admitting, like, "Hey, I'm thinking about this lifestyle. It may be a better choice for me." It it's to me, it signals like I'm trying this out and deciding if this is something that I want to continue. You know. Yeah, I did appreciate Lala be like, I don't really recognize California sober, which P.S. California sober is when you don't drink or do any drugs, but you smoke weed. Yes, exactly. And she's like, or sober curious, like this is all nonsense to me, but she's like sober sober. Yes, she is sober so. sober. and But like, I think that there are some people who have the ability to do that. And there are some who are not. And I think yeah. Lala is recognizing that she is probably one who does not have that ability. But yeah, she just needs to abstain and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. Like when she got sober, she like became an incredible person. I saw like a lot of girls. I really, really like her. Some people, and I mean this with all the love in the world, are just better sober yeah and she's she's one of them and like tons and tons of respect for that katie and ariana like barely acknowledge schwartz and rightfully so understandably so ex-wife man who knew about her cheating spouse or significant other for seven months yeah i probably wouldn't acknowledge him either yeah um and then we, he, like, Schwartz kind of tells James his plan to invite everyone to Lake Tahoe, which sounds like an awful idea. It just, it's just, like, not even the truth. If you watch his interaction with Lisa, Lisa pitched the idea, and then he, he like, invited himself, and I'm like... Did you even listen to her? She pitched the idea to you. I assumed that that was an editing thing. I could be wrong because it didn't like because it didn't seem like the conversation flowed. But I could be wrong. It I don't know. It seemed backwards to me, like you said. Yeah, it seemed weird. I also just feel like. (sighs) Tasking Schwartz with trying to be the glue for the cut. for the group is a terrible idea, Lisa. Like, ask James to get everybody on board. No. No. Lala. Ask- okay. Yes, Lala. Like, ask somebody other than Schwartz. Yeah. Lala, maybe Katie, 
maybe or but, like Allie. the fact that he's I like part of me appreciates that he openly admits that he is going to be inviting Sandoval. Part of me is like, why the fuck are you inviting Sandoval? Because they have to. It's the cast trip. I know. I know. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) This just gives me like Stassi's annual Vegas birthday trip vibes. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's just to me, it's just like it's one of those things like they have to invite him because it's the plot. It's the plot of the season. I just want to like hit him in the face. Oh, yeah. He so doesn't deserve it. I mean, like we talked about earlier, like this was the part of the episode where he was sitting and chatting with his friends and gets confronted and gives the most sincere apology we've seen or heard from him. So (laughs) it's like. Yeah, and can we just say that he's hanging out with, like, you know, the seventh string existence humans, and I straight up said this to you, and you will attest to this, that I feel like the only people who are sticking around Tom Sandoval right now are those fame mongers, like, social climbing people. And they don't care what the opportunity is, why the person's in the news media. They just want to attach themselves to somebody who has more fame than them. I think some of them are like that for sure. I, I believe I've saw I've seen clips of the after show and several of the cast confirm that the friend we see that he goes to dinner with, like, I don't know if it's it'll be shown on camera at some point, but that he actually does hold Sandoval relatively accountable we haven't seen that yet but Mm -mm. they have confirmed that like on the after shows so maybe we just haven't seen that cut but i agree with you somebody said it earlier in the episode like they're all paid his band Mm -hmm. he pays his band members like Mm -hmm. and that's who he hangs out with i wonder who else he pays that are there so just saying. Yeah. But are you ready to watch the last bit? Yeah, let's finish up this episode. Yep. Ready. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone at Sir during this episode. Oh, yeah. Except for the actual cast. Which is hilarious. <laughs> but also awesome. Funny, but awesome. I mean, good for them. Yes. Good for them. I am not sober curious. I also don't have a drinking problem. Same. Like, I go literally days and weeks without drinking. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this tangy lemon lime, like Topo Chico, is just really hitting. Not sponsored. Wait, what? Tangy lemon lime. Oh, okay. I was like, Topo wait a minute. Chico. Not sponsored. I got so confused for a second. So I just didn't hear what you said. It like didn't register on my brain. I don't understand. Like what's funny is this is normally like my least favorite, but it is tasting like a straight up alcoholic Sprite right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm impressed you're having that after some wine. I wouldn't do that. I didn't have any more open bottles of wine. Gotcha. I hear you. 
I just hope I it had works three out. glasses. My husband had one. This is just kind of how it's going tonight. Gotcha. I feel yeah. It's you've had a week. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. Exactly. So anyway, uh, Tom and Sheena have a very interesting conversation. I'm so proud of Sheena. Same. Sheena for the fucking win. Title of the episode. Yes, definitely. Um, and she, I was like super proud of her because usually like they were, they're right. They, when they said it in the episode earlier about how like Sheena gets taken advantage of because people are good at making her feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. But Sheena was 1000% correct in her assessment and conversation with Tom. I agreed mm-hmm. with absolutely every word that she said. Same. And I mean, it is not a fault of Sheena's that she is an empath and she yeah. wants everyone to feel included. But at the same time, like if Tom was at all like repentive to what he had done, I think things would be different. I agree with you. And he can be repentive for how it all went down and still want to be in a relationship with Raquel. Like those two things are not mutually exclusive, but trying to say that Sheena bringing in another person on her podcast who can corroborate her story about this whole Coachella open relationship conversation that might or might not have happened is not a negative thing. And I'm sorry that Raquel felt badly about how that conversation went down and what Sheena chose to put out there on the internet because you and I both know like it is very simple honestly, to cut bits and pieces of a conversation out of a pod. I know. I do it two to three times a week. (laughs) I just... I was surprised, not surprised, that his entire comment was, well, if you hadn't brought it up, it wouldn't be a thing. I was like... Are if he hadn't I, had sex with Raquel for seven months, it wouldn't have ever exactly. gotten brought up. I'm so glad she said that because I was like, are you fucking kidding? And it's just, it's, again, it is crystal clear that this man has learned absolutely fuck all. Nothing. Like, he's just kind of disgusting at this point. Like, I see no ridiculous deeming human qualities. No. And I don't want any, I don't wish any will, ill will to him. Do I want him to stub his toe every single day for the rest of his life on the sharpest corner of furniture that he owns? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is what he deserves. He for the literal shit he has sowed in his life. I just. But you reap what you sow. Exactly. 
it's like he just he is upset that he got caught. He is upset that it didn't turn out the way he wanted. He is he's upset. upset that he's not a main character exactly. in the show anymore. Exactly. He is upset that he is being excluded and having to deal with the consequences of his actions. But that's the thing with people like Tom. Oh, no. Yeah. Not the consequences of my own actions. Yeah. But that's the problem with people like Tom. Like, he just doesn't fucking get it. And it's like... You're go- he's going to end up with no one. I mean, he actively has a, a girlfriend, but he's going to end up. But none of these people are going to be in his life. Who are just sycophants. Yeah. But none of these people are going to be in his life permanently. Like they're all no. they're going to rotate out because eventually people are going to figure out who you are because you will mm-hmm. do it. To everybody else. You'll bring your friends in. He's done it to everyone up until this point. What reason does he have to change? Exactly. Because he's gotten away with it. Because nobody holds him accountable. Yeah. And now that he's being held accountable, he's a big crybaby about it. Yes. Yes. It's like, I don't feel bad for you. And then to, to act that way, to act like such a fucking victim while you're doing things exactly like Sheena said. Why are mm-hmm. you say? why are you changing the lyrics of songs then? Why are you like poking the fucking bear? Why are you acting like such a unremorseful piece of shit? Why did you go on tour? Yeah. Yeah. It's hide under a rock if you don't want people talking about you. Yeah, go into a treatment facility the way that Raquel did. Exactly, a hundred percent prevent people from talking about her. But she did fall off of the news media radar after a while. Oh yeah, because initially there was there was a a lot of conspiracy theories about why she was out of the public eye. Exactly, but once like she had been silent for a decent chunk of time. It, yeah, it didn't matter. There was nothing to talk about. There was nothing to talk about. Tom could have yeah. done the exact same thing, and he didn't. He could have. He went out there. But instead, he went on tour mm-hmm. and then went on a different reality show. And then was seen out in public dating other women while he's supposedly in a relationship with Raquel. It's just like, come on, man. Get like, get out of here. Get out of here. It's such bullshit. He is... Despite everything he's saying right now, he is actually just living in the glow of the fame. Yeah. And it's like the it's not even fame is infamy. Yep. He's he's definitely like the thinking to himself, you should all be thanking me. Mm hmm. For reviving the show. Yep. That is exactly what he is thinking. That is. One, you have hit the nail square on the head. Mm-hmm. He is pissed because he thinks that the only reason anyone is watching this show is because of Sandoval. Yep. He is, is because of the fucking scandal. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not entirely wrong. He's not entirely He's wrong. not. He's not. But that's not but the way you should be looking at this, buddy. No. Like, yes. This incident brought a bunch of viewers, new and old, to the show. Mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, it's for like the worst. I would rather have had the show end and him be a decent human. A hundred percent. I don't want to see fake Tom anymore because now I can spot him a mile away. I just like. It's 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 so clear that he is everything about him is cringy. Like yeah. the way that he talks, his mannerisms, his like fake generosity. Like it's oh my god! It's like I'm gonna show everybody what a good person I am. And it's like looking back on all of it now, seeing the way he's behaved, knowing what he hid, how many people he roped in on it. It's like. Wow. Yeah. He was 100% trying to set up of like an downtime breakup with Ariana, hook up with Raquel, but it all blew up in his face and he didn't get to carry out the storyline in his intended way. And then, like, let's be honest, he would have broken up with Raquel. Oh, yeah. It was never. He was never actually invested in his relationship with Raquel. Nope. I agree with you. No. He was not. It was it was a stopgap to get him to be able to be single again and having that as a storyline. Agreed. I'm so with you. I am so with you. He she was a means to an end. Mm-hmm. He never actually gave a fuck about that girl at least she realized that i'll give her that one she figured that out it took a while it took a while but she fucking figured it out you know a broken watch is still right twice a day <laughs> oh i like that one that was good i'm not wrong you're not wrong all right any final thoughts on this episode no I, I can't wait to see what happens next because I'm, I'm guessing we're going to Tahoe. I know, but like I don't like I want the drama, but at the same time, I don't want the drama. Yeah. Like I just want everybody to be happy and like find the ne- their like loves of their lives. Like I want to see Ariana's new relationship. I want Kristen to go on her date and see her fall in love. I want Lala to fall in love. Kristen? Not Kristen, Katie. Katie. I'm sorry. My my brain for some well, reason no, thinks a, those two names are interchangeable. There is a Kristen. But yeah. But not on the show anymore. My yeah. brain one hundred percent thinks those two names are interchangeable though. I get you. I mix them up all the time. They're not anything alike. Yeah. It happens. It happens. So but anyway, no, I'm g- I'm good. I don't have any final thoughts. I just can't wait to see the next episode. I want more Lala. Dead. Yes. Oh my god. I can't wait to see more Lala. I think we will get way more of her this season. I feel like it's hard because like so much of what's going on in her life, she can't really show on the show. A thousand percent. She's she has to keep a lot off air. So yes. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I know this has been a little bit of a rambly episode with a very long uh, digression at the beginning. But thank you so much for listening. Excellent film analysis content. I disagree with you. It, (laughs) It was just long. Fair. 
That's fair. It was long. But thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out what is coming up next on the pod, please be sure to follow us over on Instagram. It's Melangelki Gout. Or if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next, shoot us an email over at jillandmelgeekout at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Bye. Bye.